This is People Don't Matter. Gary 97.3 FM in the great state of Seattle. We're here. Back at it. I uh, got my uh, quasi-virtual board off and friend in charge and 12-year veteran of this whole crazy old matters thing. We got Rebecca over there. Rebecca Luna, how are you doing, Rebecca? Hey, Pete. I'm good. I'm happy that the sun came out in Seattle. So Good. After- good. Yeah, we're, we're, in the, we're in the summer months now. We got some good weather. You guys all get, got to get your butts off the couch. It's time to get outside. And uh, we're going to be talking with our good friends and sponsors today. We've got uh, John Lynn and Ryan Laneza from American Leak Detection. So, John, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Pete. Good. We're back at it again for another show. <laughs> yes, we are. Let's, um, during crazy times, like we were talking earlier, we yeah. first thought it would be over in no time, and now it's, it's even it's keeps going. Yep. We're in the we're in the summer season of COVID, but we'll all get through this together. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Also got uh, Ryan Laneza. Ryan, did I pronounce your name last name correctly? Correct, you did. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm on my game today. That's good. It's good to have you on the show, Ryan. Hey Ryan, um you haven't it's uh you're the chief operating officer there, so maybe you can uh, kind of tell them a little bit about uh, what you do at America Leak Detection, then we'll move forward. Definitely. Uh, yeah, so um, I handle office operations, um, so uh, anything customer uh, service related. Um, I also um, am handling the marketing side of the uh, the operations as well. And uh, I'm, I'm more of like a, uh, a person that advises um, the owners of the company, um, you know, let, let them know like what, what issues there are and, and ways to, to, to fix those issues, giving them th- those uh, options from an outside perspective. Got it. I bet you've been busy as heck, especially with all this COVID stuff going on. <laughs> busy uh, to save the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try to keep everything afloat. But John, you were telling me um, before we get into kind of your COVID protocols, because everybody wants to know about that. You said that when this thing started, you had kind of a month or so slowdown, but it then it's picked up and been pretty steady. Yeah, things seem to be um, people seem to be more comfortable with having it in their house as long as you know you're doing the social distancing and taking the proper precautions for you know keeping everything safe and everybody around you safe. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that too, John, because everybody seems to want to know that, and maybe you get some calls, you know, coming in. What are you guys doing from a protection standpoint for your employees and the customers when you come in? Um, well, Ryan can tell you, but uh, our office CSRs, you know, tell the customers before we come, but our techs, we're all, you know, they'll all wear their mask. Um, they're outside, you know, they'll social distance. They might not wear a mask at that point if they're working on a main water service line or a pool, obviously. But um, when necessary, you know, we sanitize equipment, we sanitize our hands, um, wear, you know, our latex gloves inside the homes, trying to, you know, inappropriate and stuff yeah. like that. Anything to just keep everybody safe and comfortable. Got it. And Ryan, do you uh, do a lot of people or a lot of your employees, are they going into the homes or is it, is it a lot of outdoor type activity? Uh, yeah, uh, a lot of them are going inside homes. Um, even when it's considering like a, like a service line, um, you know, they still have to enter the home uh, to shut off the, the water to all the toilets uh, and water heaters. So um, even, even those technicians are uh, going inside the house. 
and um, I always follow up with them, um, you know, uh, frequently in, in order to make sure that they have the supplies that they need uh, PPE wise to, um, you know, to continue to do their jobs. And um, the funny thing is that uh, some of uh, some of my techs, when I talk to them, <laughs> they actually say that, yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm definitely, uh, you know, practicing the social distance thing, but uh, it's because, you know, like homeowners, they, they feel safe at home. Um, they're the ones who are, you know, like they, they come up to me and they're violating and, uh, it. You know, like face face. <laughs> and, and they're yeah. like, yeah, and I just don't want to be rude. So I just let it happen. I'm just like, well, just make sure that uh, you, you know, like you're, you're trying to keeping your distance, wear your mask, uh, goggles, if you need to, um, anything that can protect you. Uh, because again, you don't want to be the one to, to catch it and spread it to um, other customers. No, that makes a lot of sense. So you're you've got the the PP as far as the face mask. You guys wear eye goggles. You have the gloves. Do you have the footies you put on too for the yes. infection? Okay, yeah. so that covers the basics. And you're using a lot of sanitization products. Yeah, my vet suits if necessary. Yeah. You know to wear. But you know if we're doing a um, in a hospital or a rest home, you know, it's assisted living facility. You know, yeah. if we have to go to that extent, we will. Okay. That's yeah, cool. we have full-on respirators also. So Okay, wow. So you guys are prepared then for whatever yeah, partial residential. Right, That's- yeah, it's, that was mostly the um, it's the seniors. I always tell them they're great customers, but I always say, hey, the, the rule is six feet, but let's do 18 feet. Like, <laughs> it's, not so- that we, it's not that we just don't dislike you. It's just we well, got to keep our distance. I'll you everything you need to know. I'll even hard copy it, send it in the mail, but I just don't <laughs> know what I mean now. Because they're the most at risk, one of the highest at risk. No, that's yeah. good. And it's good you guys are sensitive to that. So that's a good thing. Um, and it is. It keeps people comfortable. We've had all of our sponsors on the show. We always talk about that. And it's important. And I'm sure, Ryan, your crew gets questions about that all the time, I would imagine, when people call. We do, yeah, uh, of course. And, and again, we're, like, we're, we're happy to oblige every single time. Uh, especially when it when uh, our office staff, our customer service, when they get the initial calls to schedule an appointment, um, you know that they they make sure that they let the uh, homeowners or the customer know, being like these are the precautions that we're taking. Um, and uh, you know if you have any any questions, you know just just ask our technician. Um, and yeah, so we're we're definitely. Uh, not only we're we're practicing it, um, but we're also vocal about it, about uh, making sure that uh, we protect all of our customers. That's good. Well, community. you know, if I guess one of your technicians run away from a customer, it's not like they don't dislike them. It's just that <laughs> got to keep the distance. <laughs> <laughs> don't take it as an insult if I don't shake your hand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that was good. Thank you guys for the COVID report. I appreciate it. That keeps everybody safe, keeps your employees safe. That's what it's all about here in this, this time period because we don't know how long this is going to go on. Um, I want you guys, we're going to go in, dive right into the next segment here. We come back, we're going to talk about what are the signs that um, may give you reason to think you might have a leak. Since we're in the summer, we're going to be talking all about irrigation. That's a biggie out there outdoors. Those things, I'll tell you what, uh, I've never had an irrigation system in a home I loan owned that every year there was some kind of leak somewhere. So they just, it fails. Um, so the experts here, uh, John Ryan will give you that update. If you want to check out this and any other American Leak Detection uh, podcast, is up there on MyNorthwest.com, fast forward slash home matters. Make sure you grab a pad and paper. I'm going to give you their website and their phone number. 
there's a bunch of sweet people that work there at American League, and they um they will help you out. Without on Pete, this is Home Matters, Sky Radio 97.3 FM, Seattle's News and Seattle's Talk. All right, we're back. This is Pete with Home Matters, Sky Radio 97.3 FM, Seattle's News and Seattle's Talk. We're having a good discussion here. Once again, we're in the warm summer season. All you guys are loving it out there. I know I am, too. It's nice to get outdoors and, um, you know, see maybe hopefully your grass is getting green because you're watering it. Maybe not. <laughs> but but uh, we also, you know, no matter what season it is, uh, we have our good friends and sponsors from American Leak Detection. You guys, um, if you we're going to talk about what signs you may have a leak. This is not a summertime problem. This is an all-year-round problem. And... Um, this is something you want to have them come out and take a look at very quickly because it can get really expensive really fast for you if you don't. You want to check them out at AmericanLeakDetection.com forward slash Seattle. Uh, they got a great website um, up there. Or you can give them a call at 425-655-LEAK. That's 425-655-5325. And Ryan, who um, I got a bunch of people here, but I want to make sure I get the right people. Who's who's man on the phones there in the office for you now? Yeah, so we have uh, Bobby Sue. Um, she is our uh, customer service like supervisor, um, and then we also have uh, Sochi um, and uh, Amanda, okay. and sometimes Ashley. But Ashley plays back and forth uh, between accounting and uh, customer service. So. Great. Well, that's good. Well, big shout out to all you guys that uh, that work the phones. I know you guys have a very important job you have to do because you have to troubleshoot and diagnose, I think, before the tech squad. Is that kind of how it works? Correct. Yeah. Correct. And and sometimes it could be it could be difficult, uh, but uh, hey, we get it. So. <laughs> well, it's hard. I mean, you know, you're having to kind of visualize. These guys have to know all kinds of different water uh, systems and in and around homes and commercial environments to be able to troubleshoot. So that takes some skill. Definitely. And if, if, uh, if there are any, like, uh, you know, if, if it's above, uh, above their knowledge of, uh, the leak detection goes again, we have the support of our technicians, uh, to, to clarify. So we also have that support. Hey, John, I got to ask you a question. Do you ever get on the phone with a client nowadays? Every once in a while? Yeah, oh, Ryan or one of the gals will uh, forward a message to call somebody up. Maybe it's a complicated issue they're explaining, and um, so that's that's mostly my extent of it. Yeah, you get on all the hard ones, right? Exactly, <laughs> the MacGyver ones. Well, that's very cool. The mystery leaks. <laughs> yeah, right. the mystery leaks, and sometimes those are tough. We'll ask you about one of those here in just a minute. But before we do that, I want to, John. I want to ask you, kind of, what are some of the common signs that someone might have a leak in their home? What should they kind of look for? So um, you get a notice from your water department. A high water bill. Um, this time of year, your front yard, you know, if you don't, most Washingtonians don't start watering right away. Yeah. Suddenly the lawn is a little greener in one area. Or there's weeds are coming up in one area and everything else is kind of just getting a little browner, you know. But interior leaks, you're looking for like water discoloration or discoloration to drywall ceilings or walls, a trim around your door headers, um, you know, a wet spot on your carpet. Okay. Um, and in your pools and spas, you're looking for like, there's a water loss in them. That's not, that's not normal. So maybe it's a half inch a day because of evaporation during this time of year, it's hot. 
but normally you're, you're losing two inches a day and you're having to constantly add water. You probably have a leak to your pool. Okay. Wow. That's all two inches a day. That's quite a bit. Yeah. So you know, it doesn't take much. Like yeah. just a little tiny, like pine needle size, you know, hole. Yeah. You suck water down quick in a pool. What is a, you know, I never, I always wondered about that. I guess maybe since you're talking about pools, like for an average, you know, summer day in Washington, I mean, what is average evaporation in a pool? Um, it can anywhere up to a half inch to sometimes all the way to three quarters of an inch. And if you get along the water, you can you know, up to an inch. Okay. Wow. So if you know, the pool's heated, some of the, um, you know, the pools used for swim meets. Yeah. Heat the pool even this time of year. And, you know, they're like one of them's in West Seattle. Well, you get a lot of wind off that sound right there. And the next thing you know. Yeah. So you're you getting evaporation from the wind movement and things as well. Right. Yeah. Right. So and we use, we have some ways to do a quick test, a, a bucket test. So, and that's on our website, but you can fill a bucket up with, to a certain level of water. That's at the same level that's in the pool and you kind of sink it in the pool. Okay. Maybe you put a brick on it or tie it to something tight. So it actually is floating in the pool is what you're saying. Well, no, it's kind of sitting on a step. Sitting on a step, okay. Yeah, down below the water, the outside of the bucket, like halfway. Yeah. Three quarters of the way. So you add water to that bucket so it's at the same level as the outside of the water in, on the side of the bucket. Right. Mark it with and then tomorrow, come back 24 hours later, and if the outside of the, is, you know, a half inch, but the inside's an inch, you know you have a leak. I mean, vice versa. I'm sorry. That's all right. But, no, that's actually a really good trick. I never thought about yeah. that. That's pretty smart. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of how they do reservoirs, you know, a little more elaborate, but like reservoirs yeah. in California and stuff like that. But that's, that's a really thing. simple way for someone to check that out to see if they do have a link. Uh, right. So oh. they can go to our website. And that information is on there. Or they can call our office and they can explain it to them. Okay. That's very cool. The bucket test. I love it. The bucket <laughs> test, right? <laughs> All right, let's go back uh, now. What was that? I'll bring you a bucket next time that has yeah. the location that's already on it for you. <laughs> That'd be great. I love it. Yeah, it has our logo and everything. That's cool. I would love that. I would, uh, I'll put that in all my other home matters gear. <laughs> right, exactly. That'd be very, very cool. All right, let's, uh, so continuing the water. So you talked about all the, the, the places where you would note, note, it, note if there is a leak, but now, what about the water meter, the main? What can you do there, and how do you check that? Well, let's say the, your water department sent you a, a notice you have a high water bill. Yeah. So you can go out to your water meter, you can pull the lid out, kind of you have a scratcher there and scratch around inside of it, make sure there's nothing sharp inside there, and, you know, have a rag and clean the dial off of the water meter, and that water meter will have, um, it'll look like, a lot of times it'll have a little like miniature watch, watches in a big watch face right right so right circle, right and you'll have little ones that are in hundreds or tenths or cubic feet they're always in cubic feet and so if there's a little indicator on there like a triangle or a little star pattern and if it's spinning then there's water usage in your house so then you can go back and start shutting things off toilets um, you can even isolate shut the hot water cold inlet valve off shut your main water off in your garage or inside your basement or you know, in your house somewhere and then see if it's on your main line or house. And you can say, let's do a self isolation. Okay. And we can explain that too. And I think that's also on our website. Okay, great. We'll come back to that because I got a couple of questions about how to check that and to see what's going on at the water meter. When we get back, 
We're going to continue our discussion um, with that, and then we're going to get into irrigation because a lot of you guys are starting to water outside. And I, like I said in the first segment, I don't think I ever had a year where I didn't have some leak somewhere in my, my lawn irrigation system. So we're going to go through all the components, some of the stuff that fails, and then how to check it or how to you know have these guys come out and take, take a look at it for you. With that, I'm Pete. This is Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM, Seattle's News, and Seattle's Talk. This is Pete with Home Matters, Carrie 97.3 FM, Seattle's News and Seattle's Talks. So, Rebecca, I never got to ask you this. You've been, uh, you always sit in the studio with me, but you don't always get on. Now that we're in this COVID, you are on. So, are you learning something new about water systems and what to check? Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I've always been able to listen to John and Ryan, but yeah. I've never been called on by you before, Pete. This is kind of... <laughs> I know, it's the first time. Well, you had never operated all the timers and the boards. Now you're doing it, so it's good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's good to know these things, and especially um, these are things that you can also... You don't have to wait till you have a water leak. I mean, that's one thing, John, before I ask you about the, the, the water main. Do you have any guidance for people like to like regular maintenance things that they could check so that they don't get that surprise big water bill? Right. Yes, we do. Okay. So, yeah, you let me know when you want me to answer all any questions. The irrigation when you first turn it on, you should, your irrigation contractor if they turn it on should look, you know, at the water meter, make sure yeah. you're not running any water in the house, and just see if there's any activity with you know everything. Solenoids are closed and everything like that. Well, and we'll get to that in just a second, but I, right. but I'm asking like you, do you have like on the website, do you have a list of things that the, like a check as preventative measures or any kind of thing? Yeah. Like toilets, um, et cetera, like that. Okay. Sure. So you have that. That's up at uh, americaleakdetection.com forward slash. Yeah. There's some things you guys should be looking at on a you know regular basis. Just like, you know, you're doing a walk around your house, looking at siding, looking at roofing. Um, because, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever had that. I did have that one time. I had a toilet leak and the water bill was an extra 150 bucks. And it was like, wow, you know, so these are things that if you, and it was a simple flapper thing. I could have fixed this like dumb me. I, you know, I've built homes, I've built everything. So, but it, I still think about that, you know, so it's one of those oh. things. So, but I want to ask you, John, before we move over and I, cause I, ha- I have a question for Ryan, but so you talked about, you got the water meter out there checking to see if it's running. Let's say if someone goes and turns off their water main, say in the garage or in their basement, then what should they do next? So once they turn the valve off or if they don't have a shutoff valve, they turn their toilets off just to make sure they're not like you were explaining a flappers going, you know, passing through and it's constantly adding water to the toilet tank. Uh, Once they get everything, something isolated like that, go out back out to the meter and just take a look at it again. And that little, indicator should stop be stopped and if it's not stopped means if you shut your main shutoff off you most likely have a leak between your house and your water meter um if you don't have that you know and you have a crawl space you know i would always suggest you know getting into your crawl space and just crawling in there you know 10 feet or so and just kind of looking around with a strong flashlight just to make sure you don't see anything dripping or hear any water running sounds things like that just you know, and I suggest doing that at least probably once a month. Somebody should just poke their head in their crawl space to make sure we've gone to places where there's been a hot water leak and it's caused a lot of steam yeah. 
you know, steam vapor and the condensation is huge. And, you know, if they would have caught it right away, it's been going on two or three months and it's just a little one. Yeah. And they don't have 30, $40,000 worth of damage. Yep. You know, I've seen that. And I've also seen the, the, you know, the pinhole leaks in the pipes. Right. And it's just right. a little leak, but it adds up over the month. It, it really it does. does. Yeah. Right. That's good. So, Ryan, do you have a, like, because I know you guys have to do, you have the hard job of troubleshooting on the phone and listening and asking questions. Do you have a story or particular information of something that stands out in your mind about a particular um, project that you had to, when you or one of your people had to work with on the phone? Um, it's basically like, again, like, the the main issues uh that that we receive or you know from from our customers is that i got notified by my water department that i have a leak and you know that's that's but that's all they say you know so oh, okay. so then we have to we have to kind of probe in to get more information being like okay um do you have um uh are you on a service line or do you have a well service line um, do you have, um, a slab foundation or do you have a crawl space? Um, and then, you know, we run through the, the, the testing on their end being like, okay, this is what you need to do. Uh, shut off the water to all your toilets and your water heater, and then check, uh, your, your meter if there's any, any movement. And if there is, then you have a leak somewhere between that, uh, uh, you know, uh, water meter and, and your house. And then, um, you know, other, other, other issues that they may talk about or they, they may call in for is that I just received my water bill and it's twice or three times or X amount times more than what I normally pay. And then we yeah. would go through that same process of, uh, you know, asking them those type of questions um, and to, to narrow down, um, you know, like what type of leak that they have. Uh, when it comes to like interior, uh, people, people call in for like, um, I have a mold growth or I see discoloration on my, on the ceiling. Um, if, if someone sees that, we always ask what's adjacent to that, um, that area that you're noticing, uh, damage, you know, and, uh, you know, if they say like, well, it's on my ceiling and then above that is a bathroom, then we'd be like, okay, it's, you know, it, it's probably a bathroom leak. So we can we can send like an interior uh, cause and origin uh, leak detection specialist um, in for that one, and then you know if they're like, well, it's my roof, uh, you know, during the rainy season, it's my it's my roof. Then we can always um, you know like uh, send out our um, structural leak detection specialist uh, to take a look at that one. I know where that leads. Um, yeah. Right. Right. So again, there, there's there's like those are the the main. I would say that the main uh, calls that we get is those type of issues. And, and again, like we, we always try to just look outside the box um, and, and ask the questions uh, to basically, yeah, figure out uh, which technician to send out because, um, you know, our technicians, they, they don't all know how to do um, all the, le- all, all the services that we provide. We have uh, individuals that do separate things. So um, it's, it's, definitely something that again like if they had uh if they have a leak issue that um is beyond our knowledge uh, as far as the office staff goes uh you know like we we do have our technicians give them a call to to get more information and to and in turn they'll, they'll let us know 
uh, and being like, hey, you need to send me out or you need to send uh, another technician out that can do uh, a certain type of service. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. When we come back, um, because we're in summer, we're going to talk to both John and Ryan about uh, your irrigation system. We want to make sure we get through all the components. Uh, we also get into pools and slab leaks too a little bit as time allows in our last segment here. Make sure though, guys, um, these are things, go to their website at AmericanLeakDetection.com forward slash Seattle. There's a lot of good tips and information up there. It's a very good website. If you have received a bill, like uh, like Ryan said, and uh, you don't need to freak out, just uh, give these guys a call at 425-655-5325. That's 425-655-5325. They'll help you out on the phone like Brian just described. They're good people. They're knowledgeable. The techs are knowledgeable. They're specialists, whether it's structural or you know water lines. They'll make that happen for you. Without on Pete... This is Home Matters, Coyote 97.3 FM, Seattle's News and Seattle's Talk. We're back. This is Pete with Home Matters. Got ready at 97.3 FM, Seattle's News and Seattle's Talk. Hope you guys are enjoying your morning, having a cup of coffee. Hope you haven't got a, a big water bill. Um, but if you have, um, you certainly want to give these guys a call. If you haven't, I would say go up to AmericanLeakDetection.com forward slash Seattle. Guys, you know, this is the way I look at this stuff. It's um, something that... Instead of getting surprised, you might want to go around and look at things in and around your home. Look at your leaks, like you know John was saying, in the home. You know, check out your your uh, water meter. Check out your irrigation systems. They have different checklists. If you have a pool, I love the bucket test that John was talking about. That's pretty cool. But these are things you guys can check out on your own. And then if you see something that's gone awry, you can give them a call. You're going to want to do that at four two five. Six five 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 three two five. That's four two five six five 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 three two five. And you know, here's the thing: if you listened in the last segment, if you haven't, go to mynorthwest.com forward slash home matters. It's up there in the podcast. But Ryan gave a real good segment on. Um, you know, if you're not quite sure, just call him because Ryan and his staff they can they can answer your questions, put your mind at ease, really kind of help you out. Um, in in uh, answering those questions to see if you might have something where they want to find out one of their tech specialists. All right, let's jump right in. Um, since we're in the warm season, we want to talk about irrigation and you know all of our lawn systems. So, John, what are um, let's talk just first in general, kind of a one or one one. What what are causes? What causes leaks in irrigation systems? Well, mostly the, the cause of the leak in irrigation system is a, a partially open solenoid. And the solenoid is an electronic valve in your yard in a green box, usually, or a green round you know, box, rectangular round. And these are on, connected to your clock. And when your clock says at 8 o'clock a.m., turn your sprinkler on for five minutes. So basically, that's a little panel in the garage they have. Right, a little perfect. panel in the garage. Yeah. Okay. And it'll tell you what, if you open that little panel, it'll have little wires. Yeah. The color. It'll tell you what zone, you know, how many, if you have five zones, it'll have five wires. Right. But um, 
So mostly those get stuck with debris, just like your aerators in your faucet every now and then. You have to open them up and kind of clean out the, the junk from the yeah. city line and stuff. Same thing, those little solenoids are just a bladder. And when those little bladders can't shut all the way, water weeps by, and that'll turn your water meter. And you won't even see it, like, bubbling out of your sprinkler head because a lot of those below grade are just like a swing joint or a, they don't use Tef tape. They kind of just stick the nipple on, you know, to bring the head up to the level yeah. of the ground. It'll just weep water right out of those. Yeah. Well, and then on the, the list of dumb things I've done in my life, <laughs> which is in the wintertime, you're supposed to drain all that stuff, Right. right? Include the solenoids. Well, there was one of the times I forgot to do that, and I, there's like a screw that drains it, correct? Right. Yes. Well, I forgot to do that, and guys, then you get this cold. You get freeze and thaw and freeze and thaw, and because it's in the box, you can't see it. I turned on the sprinkler system, and it was like, yeah, it was working okay, but I was like, well, it doesn't seem like there's good water pressure here. What's going right. on, right? Well, then I let it go for a month, and then I get this big water bill, I opened up the, that green box, I opened up the lid, and the whole thing was full of water. And it had pulled around, and I'd never paid attention to it, right? Right. Just split. Yeah. No, we see that a lot, the freeze. You know, they shut their double check off by their water meter, wherever it's located, and that yeah. controls the water for your irrigation to go into it, but they won't blow it out or drain it. Yeah. And um, those pipes are closed pipe, and it's got standing water, you know, full of water. And then when it freezes, it freezes yeah, and expands and expand, right? Literates those valves. <laughs> just blows plastic apart. Exactly. <laughs> yep. What I mean, about I mean, um, what about like pump control valves or master control valves? You ever seen so, anything? Right. So very few places have a master control valve. That's a valve that turns valve number one or a master valve, they call it. That would turn on the same time valve the, the um, zone valve would turn on. Right. So if the zone valve failed, then they would have a master valve at least shut that it off. Shuts it off so it doesn't leak. Yeah. Washington State doesn't require any master valves. Okay. Like California does. California is a little bit ahead of the game when it comes to irrigation because of the water, you know, shortage. Yeah. They also require like a lot of places filter systems so you don't have that grit to get into the system. Yeah. But um. I would always recommend the master valve. A master valve is good, and you heard it from John. If you are designing a irrigation system for your home, I always put them in because, right? Oh man, will that save your bacon? <laughs> it will. I always tell people if you can redo it, add a master valve. Yeah, exactly. That sounds good. And then, um, hey Ryan, I got to ask you a question. I'm sure you got you get these calls. So, let's say a person has, you know, they're they're something's going on They're They're not getting the pressure they need in the irrigation system. And they check their manifold, they check their solenoid valves and everything looks okay. Well, now what are they doing? When you had a call like that, how do you help them troubleshoot that? Um, it, it basically, it, it depends because there, there's a, there's a service that we provide with the uh, irrigation type leaks, and and there's some that we have to refer the customer to an irrigation um, irrigation person yeah. uh, or like a landscaper. Uh, so basically, um, you know, we, we would try to isolate as much as we can, and then we would definitely, uh, you know, like try try to get a technician's um, stay on that as well, just to confirm. But we basically. Um, our company only tests from the uh, like the service line to the solenoids. So service anything past the what? solenoids. What was that again? Uh, anything from the service line to the uh, solenoids. 
To the solenoids, okay. So you guys really don't go right. out right. and try to figure that out then? No, we, we don't. Right. We don't do that for an irrigation contractor, if they, if they, but they would have to come along and cap all the heads okay. for that zone. And then we could pressure test it and find the, the leak below grade. But um, So we just work on basically the double check, which is required if you have an yeah. irrigation system to the electronic solenoid valves. And those could be, you know, sometimes they're all in a box in one area or sometimes there's 10 of them and they're just spread out throughout the property, buried under bark and dirt. Nobody knows where they're at. So we have to try to locate those, um, the boxes, and then at least diagnose the pump to that point. And that's mostly it. A lot of times I'll turn on the zones. I'll start running through zone one, zone two manually. And I'll see if there's a pressure drop on one of the zones. I'll see like that sprinklers in this area just aren't really getting water out like they should. And, um, you know, the coverage. So I'll kind of know there's a break after that because there's no meter turning, you know, when I shut everything down. So they'll refer them to an irrigation contractor to come out and diagnose that or at least cap the heads for us. Got it. Okay. Right. Guys, as always, John, it was great to have you on the show. I wish there's much more I want to talk about. We all tried out of time, but it was great. (laughs) Thank you, Ryan. Thank you very much. For being on the show yes thank good you for having us I appreciate yeah it. it was good we're going to catch you guys again in the next couple two three months we'll, have a, we'll continue our discussion as we move into the fall make sure guys go to their website check out do some looking around you want to check them out at americanleakdetection.com forward slash seattle if you think you may have a problem give them a call at 425-655-5325 with that on pete this is home matters car radio 97.3 fm Seattle's News and Seattle's Talk.